0: Good evening. Good evening from Rainy Florida. I am Steve, and this is the Across the Tracks podcast. We're talking. This is February the what is this? February eighth.
1: February the eighth.
0: Doing this on this is a midweek broadcast for us, and uh, we hope that you uh, enjoy the podcast, and hopefully, we'll uh, bring some interesting topics and discuss some things that you may or may not agree or disagree (laughs) with, but we're just going to say it the way we see it. So I'm Steve.
1: Absolutely, and I'm Wayne. Greetings from sunny Colorado today. A little uh, (laughs) little brisk, but uh, we don't have any snow or ice, so it's all good, man. And uh, we're eight days into Black History Month, so that's all good, too. So. We're here for another exciting broadcast. We're glad to be on the airwaves tonight, my friend.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, This has been an interesting week. We have uh, we've been we've been gone for about a week and a half now. So we uh, we're going to talk about some things that's probably past tense, but they have uh, presence, uh, present um, uh, acknowledgments and present uh, present day consequences but we're going to continue to move on and, uh, kind of go from there.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Uh, I think the first thing that we, 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 that's happened since the last broadcast is that we've had, uh, some weather that's taken place. You know, we've had some snow and stuff like that that's taken place. I know back in Indy, we, you know, they've gotten a little snow and stuff, but, uh, yeah, uh, it's weather's weather, you know, uh, yep, yep. snow, I, snow. Yep. Um, people just have to deal with it. So, yep.
1: Yep. Uh, I was back in our old hometown here last week and we had an ice storm come through, had a bit of snow. So it was, uh, you know, one of those typical ice storms, not as bad as the one they had, I think, back um in two thousand nine maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad, but uh it was it was pretty icy and they had some snow, so yeah weather's weather It yep. is it is what it is so yep,
0: yep yep, so we're gonna start off tonight talking some football and uh football meaning national football league um is gonna be the topic and in recent days uh the former head coach of the Miami Dauphin, uh, Brian Flores, uh, has sued the NFL because he feels that black candidates, black coaches, aren't being hired for NFL head coaching positions. When 60 to 70 percent of the uh, National Football League is black, and or minority, okay, and, you know, most of us Black, for the most part, why haven't there been any head coaches? And like everything else, when someone like himself, who is hired to be a head coach, and uh, for the most part, given a job that he was bound to fail, uh, he didn't have a quarterback. You know, with, with football, if you don't have a quarterback, especially in the National Football League, your chances of winning is going to be kind of slim. So he was given the opportunity to coach, and he he did what he could with a team that wasn't very good. It was a losing team. And he was able to, uh, out of his last nine games, win Eight of the last nine games. Yep. Okay. He was respected by the team. Uh, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, according to the lawsuit, um, Brian Flores brought out the idea that he was going to pay uh, Brian Flores $100,000 for each game that he lost so that the Miami Dolphins could get the first pick in the 2022 draft or 2021 draft is the yeah. upcoming draft. Yep. Yep. And, you know, with pride that Brian Flores has says, I'm not going to lose any games because I'm going to be paid hundred thousand dollars. That's on you. It's my job is to win football games and I'm not going to throw a game That's wrong. It's not part of my DNA. I want to coach winners. I don't want to coach people. I don't want them to. Um, I don't want them to be in the process of thinking that we're tanking a season so that we can get first-round draft picks. We're just not going to do that. So the lawsuit has moved forward, and there's been one other coach that has kind of signed on to the lawsuit as of right now. And it's a class action suit. So all former coaches or people that it's been affected can join this lawsuit. So the National Football League and the Miami Dolphins can't think of the other team. Oh, um, the New England Patriots. And there was one other team I can't think of right now. Uh,
1: New York Giants.
0: The New York Giants were yep. all part of this lawsuit. Yep, and the NFL saying that we it's baseless, we have nothing to do with it. And the the, the owner of the Dolphins said, "Well, this is this is you know his word against mine, pretty much." And the Giants are kind of keeping their head in the foxhole right now, <laughs> and Bill Belichick is keeping his head in the foxhole too because uh, he kind of you know made a little boo-boo by te- with a text, so. Yeah, it's it's a shame that it has to go this far. And you can see that the NFL is trying to backpedal a little bit as we talk a little bit about this as we go forward with it. So uh, what are your thoughts on it, man?
1: Well, you know, this 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 comes up every year after the NFL season, you know, begins to wind down and you've got a lot of head coaching vacancies around the league. And those of us who've been around, we already know they ain't hiring no black coaches. You know, we know that. And 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 you know, I don't know why we we get upset about this because it's it's been par for the course for several years now, with only one black head coach in the entire league, Mike Tomlin, for the Steelers. Um, you know, whatever reason, seasoned uh football uh, guys who have been around the game, they're seasoned, they may be coordinators, whatnot. They're just not getting the opportunity. And we we, we go on about this every year, and it's like, what the hell? I mean, here we are again. We're talking about it again. We right. talked about it last year. You know, why? how come there were no black head coaches hired? Right. So the, quote, Rooney rule, mm-hmm. um, you know, is supposed to provide some equity. And what folks, when if if they don't pay close attention to the language in that rule, the Rooney Rule provide provided the mechanism that more minority individuals would be interviewed for coaching positions or front office positions, et cetera. Didn't say they'd be hired; <laughs> just said they'd be interviewed. Right. And so that's the 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 pretense of part of. Brian Flores's uh, Brian Flores's uh, lawsuit is that yeah you've got this thing out here that says you got to interview me but a lot of times in his view is like you're just checking a box you have no intentions of hiring me right to right. you know you, it's it's a and I think he used the word a sham interview for one thing you know it's like and that's the text that uh, Belichick sent him Belichick sort of slipped according to Brian Brian Flores and and let it you know slip that hey they they've already made up their mind with their hiring man you know and it's like what he what he experienced is like that in corporate america man it's mm-hmm. the same thing in corporate america you 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 may get an interview but it's already been decided you're not getting the job
0: yeah 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 and and, and your hometown team is part of it also
1: yes because yeah.
0: <clears throat> the yeah. uh when he went through and did the interview with the uh, Broncos, uh, he he complained that, you know, the GM and uh, John Elway, you know, they came into the meeting all, you know, half dressed and looked right. like they'd just woken up, and rolled out of bed and they weren't serious about the interview right, because right. he felt that, you know, black candidates are just going through right. the, the process. Right Now, one, the one thing that, that a lot of people don't realize is that the Rooney rule developed because of Mike Tomlin. Yes. And, you know, Tony Dungy, who had been uh, given a head coaching job at, at Tampa, and as he was fired from Tampa, as af, after he built the team that won the Super Bowl the year after he left Tampa, okay, and goes to the Colts, he says, he calls up you know um, Dan Rooney, because Dungey played at Pittsburgh, and said, "Hey, there's this coach that I have on my staff that need to be interviewed. I mean, he is a dynamic coach. He 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 should be a head coach in the NFL someday. Please give him an opportunity."
1: Right.
0: And he talked to uh, Minnesota. They said, no, eh, nah, we'll pass on it." And Dan Rooney brought him into uh, Pittsburgh, and he was the youngest coach ever yep. given a head coaching position in the NFL when he was given a head coaching position in Pittsburgh. Yep. And that yep. was 16, going on 16 years ago. And he's the last, literally the last coach standing.
1: Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he he's he is a great coach, man. Great coach. I mean, he he he's never had a losing season. And uh, you know, he he's 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 always been um, you know, a by the book type of guy. Players love love playing for him. You hear a lot of former players who played for the Steelers, they have the utmost respect for him. So, uh, but he he's the only one. And uh I I, I don't know, man. It's it's I I I don't know, man. I, I was reading an article the other day. I forgot what uh, sports columnist wrote this article. Oh, I know who it was. It wasn't a it wasn't a sports guy. It was uh, Luther Campbell. <laughs> you, OK. You yeah, it yeah. was Luther Campbell from formerly from two live crew. Yeah, <laughs> Luther Campbell. And, it, and, and it's sort of what we've said on this broadcast numerous times. He said, look. We can change this if we could come together. All these guys say, "You know what? Until we see change on the coaching front, the front office front, we ain't playing no more." Mm -hmm. And you You hit what I said. (laughs) Yeah, you you hit these guys in their pocket, and and that was that was Luther Campbell saying that, and a a few other people have said that. Right, I think uh, Puffy, Puff Daddy, and a few other people at one time. When the, when the, what did you call my man last week? Orange, Orange Julius. Orange Julius then, uh, Caesar. <laughs> yeah, Orange Julius Caesar. <laughs> and he made the comment calling people, uh, son of a bitches. Get those son of a bitches off the field because Kaepernick took a knee right. at the time. Puffy and a few other people's like, look, why do we got to put up with this foolishness? Let's start our own league and get these guys together. Like, look, we could do this. Support Everybody. Start your own damn league. Mm-hmm. We'll show you We'll show you what time it is. Yep. But we, we can't ever get to that point. And I think more players should probably speak out on this issue and demand change by withholding your services. Now, I know football is different right. uh, because the way their contracts are structured. They're not like the NBA. But something's got to be done, man. So as we were talking before coming on the air – you know, now they're trying to save face a little bit in in the face of the lawsuit. Uh, we saw Lovey Smith got hired by the Houston Texans, and then the other gentleman got hired. You mentioned his name before we came on the air. Uh, is it McDonald? Mike, Mike McDaniels. Mike McDaniels uh, got hired. So, yeah, you've got two minority coaches, but my thing is – What's it? What's this all about? You know, are are you trying to save face in the face of the lawsuit, or did you seriously want these guys to be the head coach of your team? Yeah. I think it's a face saving move. Yep, that's just yep. my view. Hey, Not. What, this, oh, go ahead. What What do you mean? We just hired Lovey Smith. Okay?
0: Right. And, and, just, and, and right. We just and we just hired another minority. Right. Coach. That's exactly what. So this lawsuit say. is baseless, like we said. Right.
1: Look right. That's exactly we, we what they We know the playbook. We know the playbook by heart, so that they can say that, and 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 people will be like, "Well, yeah, they did hire two minority." No, you can't. You got to keep the pressure on, man. There's thirty what it? Thirty two teams in the NFL. Yes, thirty two teams, and all you got are three damn black coaches, two black coaches, one uh, Mr. Mr. McDonald. Uh, he's of mixed race. So you've got three minority coaches of 32 teams. Right. You know, uh, and then some of these guys, like you say, man, they aren't even they aren't even getting a shot. Eric B not getting a shot. Byron left, he was going to interview. But they're like, no, I'm not coming up in there until you change the, you know, what's going on in the front office. You know, um, so I, I agree with the with what you've made the comment. Other people have made the comment. We we you got to start hitting these guys in their pockets, man. So something they understand.
0: Well, you know, Brian Flores, he he's the. And we start thinking about Colin Kaepernick. He's basically by putting this lawsuit forward. He's basically saying that I'm never going to coach in the NFL again. Right. Right. And that's unfortunate. Because man. because whoever. Is going to hire him, you know. The owners are afraid of this "quote unquote" um, GOP base because yep. you know the people that can afford the majority of the tickets yep. aren't like us. Nope. And of course, they're gonna they're gonna say, "Well, we're not hired. Don't you can't hire him. We're not gonna we're not gonna buy tickets." You know, if you hire him because he said the NFL is doing this, blah, blah, just because they're assholes. Right. Okay, so, I mean, he stood up in the in the face of in the face of knowing that he may not ever be hired again at the NFL level, that it was important enough to jump to to jump out on that limb and uh, make this decision. To right. bring the lawsuit,
1: right, and and you know, like you mentioned, man, there there's a few people that have that have come out in support of him, but you don't. It ain't in mass. No, it's not in mass, man. To where like a, a, from the a few players are spoken, but it's not in mass. Well, see, like, go ahead. It's imagine the NFL
0: being the owners of the NFL being slave masters. Yep. You know, and players feel the pressure that, you know, the money is there. If I don't, if I take this to heart and do this, then that money's going to go. Well, So my livelihood is going to be gone. Well, okay. you know. And, and, and that's what That's what today's young folks are about. It's not like it was when we were coming through because, you know, we were in the middle of the civil rights movement as we were going coming through school and so on. Right. And so in our young adulthood, we were still just getting through the civil rights movement. These people today, when you start thinking about them, I mean, I, I don't get it you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, to, to play this game. And between you, me, Cynthia, Lynn, and all our family members, we can work our entire lifeline lifetime and not get what they get for signing bonuses now.
1: Right. 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 And and I, 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 you know, this is the thing, man, that just like, it keeps eating at me. Right. There's a principle in Kwanzaa, I can't remember the the, the, the name, but it's about cooperative economics. It's, it's about cooperative economics. And not just the athletes, but everybody sees what's going on, the entertainers, the black entertainers, the black musicians, whatever. Everybody sees what's going on. Everybody's got an opinion about it. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, man, that's not fair. Then you have, okay, if you see that and you believe that, in the spirit of cooperative economics, set up a vehicle to support the guys who are willing to put themselves on the line, like Brian Flores, if they're willing to put themselves on the line, there's a lifeline to support them. If they say, you know what, until we see change in the NFL, we ain't rendering no service anymore. And we ain't worried about the owners because we have something set up in place to support the people who are willing to put themselves on the line. We'll take care of you. We'll make sure your bills get paid. We'll make sure your family's fed. All this stuff, because we have a pool. We have tremendous buying power in this country. We have $3 trillion buying power in this country. Right. And and, and part of me, man, believes that, like, white America knows that, like, man, black folks ain't going to do nothing. They ain't going to do nothing. They talk, they squawk, they are not going to do nothing. And until we change that narrative and 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 say, you know what? Yeah, you're wrong this time because we're going to take a stand. And I think in the spirit of that cooperative economics, it could be done. Mm-hmm. If everybody who has the financial wherewithal to do it, to say, look, we're going to set up a bank, whatever it is. We're going to support the athletes that are willing to say, you know what? We ain't rendering service no more. And we're going to support you. Until we see change, Joe Madison went on a hunger strike for sixty some days, you know, to protest the voting rights. He put himself out there, man, you know, and that's that's what we don't have today. And I think it could be done if people be willing to come together to do it.
0: Yeah, right, right, you know, right.
1: With, with, and that and that's what Luke Luther Campbell was saying. That's what Howard Bryant, He's a, he's a sportsman. He's mentioned that. You've mentioned that. It's like. We could make change in this country by withholding our talents, withholding our skills, and withholding our expertise in those areas where we excel in them. You know what? We ain't playing no more. We're not rapping anymore. We're not doing anything that brings you pleasure and fills your pockets. Guess what? We ain't doing it no more. And we, we, we can't get to that. But we could change this, man, overnight. Overnight. And I guarantee you, once full hour, man, these people are serious, you would have some sincere hires in the NFL. I think the same thing happened to Mark Jackson in the NBA. He built the Golden State Warriors to, mm-hmm. to what they ultimately became. But because he had he was a very he was very opinionated, that rubbed the white owner the wrong way. And he had to get rid of him. But Mark Jackson built the Golden State Warriors from the ground up. They drafted Steph. They drafted Clay, Draymond. They He, he had that team going in the right direction. But because he was opinionated, they got rid of him and brought in Steve Kerr. Right. You know? So whatever reason, black coaches, <laughs> black coaches do not get the same level of leeway as their white counterparts. It's a fact. There are too many instances where we can, as they say, where we can show you their receipts that that is in case, that is the fact. It is truth that they do not get the same leeway as their white counterparts. So, yep. um, I don't know, man. I, I will say this. I hope for Brian Flores' sake that that he's got receipts to back up what he's saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would be... <laughs> I mean, the the smoking gun would be that, if he had it recorded right. when the owner um, right. said that I'll pay you um, hundred thousand dollars per game, right. right? If you tank the season,
1: right? Because right now you it's know? like you say it's it's a he said he said type thing, and I I hope for his sake, man, that he's he's on the up and up. He can produce facts. Because if he if it, if it is ultimately revealed that this was not truthful, then we're all screwed, man. Yep. We're all screwed because there's going to be an opinion formed of it. Always that way. We all we know that you and I know that any one black person screws up, guess what? We're all lumped in there together. So I, I hope he's got receipts to back up what he's saying And uh, that this goes forward and and, and some change comes out of it, man, because we'll we'll, I guarantee you we will be here this time next year. God willing, talking about how many black coaches there aren't in the NFL. (laughs) Yeah. If 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 something does not change, something does not change. So. So those are my two cents. I was a little long winded there. But it's all right that's all right uh, but I, I feel you know it, it's like and it it's it's not just in the nfl it's 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 a it's in it's across corporate america anywhere there's an opportunity um and i I'll throw a side story in man I had a friend uh the company i worked he interviewed for this job this guy was was a senior officer in the air force had been doing this job for years 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 actually was the commander active duty commander of this organization that provided the service that now we as the contractor was going to be providing to the government. So he applied for the job to be the manager over this particular aspect of this contract deliverable that we were provided to give to the government. Mm -hmm. So he comes in to do the interview, sharp, retired 05, Lieutenant Colonel, boom, sharp, Fortunately for him, the saving grace that day was I had a friend in HR who was in the interview and she's in the interview and she's listening to these white guys trying to find every reason under the sun to not hire this guy. And she said there, she's like, I'm dumbfounded. And she's like, I can't believe they're sitting there and talking in front of me as to like, well, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure he does it. She's like, finally, she said, I had to speak up because she's like, what are you guys talking about? Do you not? Did you not read this guy's resume? Mm-hmm. She's like, this is. She didn't say, you know, Corby, you can't curse, but she's like, no, 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 no. You need to give me firm reason why you're not going to hire this man because they were not. Their intent was not to hire him, mm, but yeah. for good goodness for him, she was in that interview, and she said, nope, you 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 you're going to hire this man. And that's how it is with us, man. It, you you got to be twice, sometimes three times as good. Your qualifications have to be impeccable in order to even be considered. And then a lot of times that don't do you no damn good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So you, you see me, across, I know. Yeah. You see it across all aspects of society, not just football coaches, basketball. Coaches. You see it with all kind of jobs that black people are extremely qualified for. But your qualifications have to be way at the top of the freaking ladder to where your counterpart, who doesn't look like you, all they got to complete is one rung of the ladder. Right. and it, it, It's pathetic, man. It's it's pathetic. So I wish Mr. Flores good luck again. I, I hope he's got receipts to back this up, man, um, because if not. This is this is gonna look pretty bad if yep. if that's not the case. So, all right. Uh, any any other comments on uh, on the NFL?
0: Yeah, no. Well, we got the Super Bowl coming up
1: Sunday, so got the Super Bowl
0: coming we'll, up Sunday. We'll see what happens.
1: Big big money maker for the league there. So we'll uh, we'll be you know I, I'll watch. Most people are going to tune in. They want to see the halftime show. Uh, Speaking with, of uh, halftime shows. Yes. It's going to be pretty
0: interesting.
1: It is because
0: there's going to be people <laughs> complaining because Doctor Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige. This yeah. is unusual because they're not going to have some country slash nope. artist or nope. some nope. pop artist that's out there. No, nope. talking about. I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna bring it. That's what. Everybody's going to be watching it. Are they really going to sing what we want them to sing? <laughs> yeah. And something,
1: something tells me, something tells me, I just, I, I think it's going to be a sanitized version of what we may want. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What we may want. And when you look at the artists themselves, Snoop, Dr. Dre, they could probably perform together because they did a lot of songs together. Right. Mary J. Blige, she needs to have, I don't know how long the halftime show is. What is it, 15 minutes? 15, 20. Too damn long. So Mary J. Blige, she could do the Super Bowl halftime show by her damn self. Yep. Because she's got such an extensive catalog. But Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, yes, they could perform together on the stage at the same time because they've collaborated a lot of songs together. And Eminem.
0: Eminem's M&M,
1: right. Those three, they could perform together, do a few of their hits, and then they're off. Kendrick Lamar, by yep. himself. Mary J. Blige, by herself. That's how I hope it goes. I hope they're not all on the stage all at one time. You know? but, <laughs> We'll see. And, and I guarantee you, man, Monday morning, you're going to hear it. You're going to hear, man, you know, Dr. Dre this and Snoop is everything. They're going to be complaining. White, portions of white America is not going to like it. We already know that. Yeah. We already know that. So, I, I yeah, I, I I, hope they would bring it, man, like, like we know they could. Will they? That remains to be seen. Yeah, but I think it, it's going to be interesting. If it's it was
0: on be. a cable channel, they would bring it. But since Absolutely. it's going to be on... You know, since it's gonna be on, you know, you know, CBS or NBC, you know, one of the right, you know, big three or
1: whatever. Don't you don't know, want
0: no scandal. Yeah, they'll tone it
1: down. <laughs> yeah, we don't want no scandal. We don't want the Jacks, Janet Jackson situation. <laughs> you know, where she she got you know treated like crap because yeah. of something that was not. It, it was fault. it was
0: her fault. Yeah, that's yeah, no, like that's what they fault. say. It was her fault.
1: Right, and she took the brunt of that, and uh, that was bullshit, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. so we'll see. It should be oh, interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Should be interesting. So,
0: all right, uh, well, let's let's, let's you, segue here yeah, to a <laughs> segue to a similar topic, but go in a different direction. I, I'll let you start with this one, man.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about uh, our 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 friend uh, sister friend uh, Whoopi Goldberg. And last week or so, I think it was last week, um, Whoopi made a comment. I think it was on the what was it the, the what anniversary? Yeah, it was on the View, but it was it was the anniversary. What anniversary was it of the Holocaust? Uh, uh, Anne Frank, the discovery Anne Frank. of Anne Frank. Anne Frank, yes. So Whoopi made made the comment that uh, she was asked a question, and Whoopi replied that hey. The Holocaust was not about race. It was about man's inhumanity to another human being. And of course, that set off a firestorm. Uh, the Jewish community jumped on it right away. As as usual, They anytime you say something about the Holocaust, they're going to let you know, uh, no, you're not going to uh, paint a picture of this uh, event, uh, that traumatized our community. We're not going to allow you to, to trivialize that or whatnot. We're not going to allow that. So the Jewish community was on there right away. Whoopi apologized. Um, and you know, as you know, the network said she should whatnot, but she got suspended and I think she's still suspended. Uh, but here's my take. I think what she said was absolutely right. That the Holocaust was not about race, it, because I can't look at someone and tell whether or not they're Jewish. I can't. I and and Jewish isn't. Last time I looked, it's not a race. It is a religion that might be your ethnicity, but it's not a race. And I thought Whoopi was dead on. It was about people doing inhumane things to other people. Because they felt those people were not worthy to share airspace with them. And uh, I, I'm like, okay, what did she say that was so wrong? I, I don't know. But uh, people are very sensitive today about things. And that that just set off a firestorm. And now she's been silenced, so to speak, as, as with the, the way it is today. People get silenced. But I thought what she said was dead on. Um, your thoughts? I'll, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. But that—that's my take on. I thought I thought she said nothing wrong. I thought it, what she said was exactly right.
0: Okay, I I think it's a combination of both. Okay, and here here's my thinking of it is the fact that uh, the Nazis, to make the long story short, the The people that go back to World War One, the people that had the money in Germany at the time were Jewish people. They had a lot of the money. Yep. And when uh, uh, Hitler came to power, you know, one of the things that should be similar to things going on in America today, one of the things that he brought to to the forefront was ultra nationalism, okay? we have to come together and and blame somebody. We have to come up with an excuse. we have to find somebody to hate. Remember I've always said this that the g o p is not happy unless there's something or somebody to hate
1: that is correct.
0: So when he came to power in the 1930s, you know, after a failed attempt back in 1923, uh, he said that we have to we have to unite. What can what can I do to bring people together? And that is point our hatred towards those people. Okay, and so he chose the Jews, and as part of that. You know, you said you can't tell if someone's Jewish or not. Well, the Nazis were good at trying to figure out who was Jewish. They had implements. And in in my history class, I I went to the Holocaust Museum when I took uh, some students from my school to spend a week in Washington, D.C. And I went to the Holocaust Museum and brought back posters that were that I had in my classroom displayed in my classroom when we talked about uh the holocaust and things like that where the germans had uh calipers that they would measure the size of someone's temples the size of their nose they had a chart of eye different eye colors that they would compare and they would go out into the fields and they would bring people in and they would uh chart their eyes they charted everything the nazis were good at charting everything Mm. which came back to haunt their asses because they were stupid asses okay Mm. so they had skin tones from very very light to very very dark you know we always growing up we said someone so black he's blue they had every color skin tone that you can imagine and all these different instruments that they used to you know pick out people that they felt weren't deserving to be an Aryan, and so what Whoopi said is that we know we're going, it was humanity, humane against humans, it's true, but at the same time, they turn their uh, viciousness towards the Jews, and so um, you you get both of them. If If they hadn't you know, 12 million people were killed in World War II, and half of them were Jewish, 6 million. And and, and the, the part that she said was right is that it was humane what they did. They experimented with twins. They experimented with all these people. It was very inhumane what what they did. But at the same time, choosing the Jewish religion to do that is... Part of the equation as well. That's the way I see it. Mm. And you know, Whoopi, Whoopi was you know suspended for two weeks, and right. she did come out and she did come out and say, "Hey, what I did, what I said was wrong. It was about race and so on." And I feel that that was that's what she should have done. That's just me. And everybody, of course, you know, all the right wingers and all the people that want to be you know, that are, uh, fascist, have fascist tendencies, okay, they all came out, they all jumped on Whoopi's, you know, jumped on Whoopi's back, you know, and, and the weird part about it is that some of these people, and I'm talking about some of my Facebook friends, all right, some of the kids that I taught in class, okay, um uh, you know, they came out and jumped all on Whoopi, okay, Wow. I, I, I wanted to say, you know, you've always, I've always known what you've been about. You're just confirming it because you never say anything on Facebook until something race comes up.
1: Right.
0: You know, it's amazing. You know, yeah. They're quiet. Then something like this comes up. And, oh, here we go. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. she's a racist.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Really?
0: Now yeah. you've been silent for all this time. So right. now you decide that you're going to come out with something, please. Right. You know. Right. So yeah, my take on it is that she was wrong, what she said, but she was kind of she she went about it the wrong way.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, that's yeah. that's my take on it. Yeah. Okay, no. and but no. she's she's completely correct. It was it was humanity. It was humanity, yeah. Hum, yeah. humanity he had to be inhumane to do that. Right. But, right. you know, the Jewish, the, the, the Jews were part of that inhumanity. And yeah. so that's the way, that's the way I see
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I took a, I took a tour of the Holocaust Museum. I went to DC uh, a few years ago and, and went through the Holocaust Museum. I remember some of the things you saw there, you mentioned you saw there. It, it's, it's, wow, it's, it's very eerie to go through that uh, museum, man. Right. Right. When you when you look at it at, you know, the whole landscape of of what made up the Holocaust, it's like, wow. Yeah. And, and I had a friend, man. She was a coworker. She worked with me for years. She was Jewish. And we always had conversations because I told her, I said, you know, there's a lot of similarities between what has happened to the Jewish people and what mm-hmm. has happened to black people. There there's some similarities here. Jewish people have been persecuted for years. Black people have been persecuted, enslaved. There's some parallels there. Oh, yeah. And for the most parts, I think the Black and the Jewish community, we have, for the most part, gotten along with each other. There's been a few instances where that may not have been the case. But there are a lot of parallels between our two communities. And uh, I, we we always used to have some interesting discussions about that. Um, when we, you know, we'd be sitting around, you know, BS and whatnot, we just, Hey, let's tell me about this. Tell me about this. And, uh, it was, we, we would find, man, there's a lot of parallels between our two communities. So, yes. Yep. Yep. So it, uh, but yeah, we be, as, as of today, I think she's still suspended. Um, I think, what did they suspend her for two weeks or something like that? Yep.
0: Yes. Well, I mean, if, you know, going back to what you said, if you go back to, um uh, Martin Luther King Jr., it was it was a uh, Jewish rabbi that was in the middle of all of the civil rights movement. Yeah. You know, when uh, I think his name was uh Rabbi uh Hisho or something like that. Yep. Hish Hisho or something like that. Yep. He became one of Martin Luther King's uh, not lieutenants, but he was always there with them. Yeah. And the 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 times in which uh, 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 black folks and and Jewish people have had some conflict, is because someone has kind of thrown that, thrown a bomb between us mm-hmm. to get us be, to to get us um, yeah. to get us fighting against one another. Because you know, uh, 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 united, well, we could be very very powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And
0: and uh-huh. they don't want that to happen like anything uh, else. Oh,
1: no, man. Um I, I uh I don't know if you got an opportunity. This is a another rabbit hole we always seem to find. <laughs> but uh, I watched a documentary. Uh it's on uh, I think it's on Netflix. It's uh the assassination of Fred Hampton. hmm And uh Fred Hampton, man, was working toward getting all right. disenfranchised people together black, white, poor, Nazis, whatever. He's like, man, we all in the same boat. You just don't realize it. And he's pointing out to all these different groups, this is happening to you. So, you know, we need to come together. And as soon as the government said, oh, we can't have that, they took him out. And that has been the framework throughout my time as I've been alive. It's like when someone is working toward that effort to bring people together, they get taken out. Somehow they get taken out, whether or not they're necessarily killed, but their voices get silenced through various means because we can't have people coming together, can't have that. We gotta keep this divisiveness going. Right. And uh you 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 saw it, man. Meg Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, once Malcolm realized, you know what, man, I I need to come together with people. People need to come together. He's out. Martin Luther King assassinated, Fred Hampton, um, Megar Evers. I mean, all these people, even Kennedy, Kennedy yep. won. you know, I mean, it's like why people don't want people to come together. Is, is an age-old mystery. We may never figure out why. <laughs> we may never figure out why. Yep, yep,
0: yep.
1: You know, but uh, here we are, uh, still divided, and people do not want to see unity. You
0: know, when, when, when Lyndon Johnson had the Civil Rights Act passed in 64, he goes, you know, we passed this, I, I, we were able to pull this off and pass this, but we've lost the South forever. Yep. You know, and so uh, he knew that he, who had been, you know, a, a, a Southerner and had been a part of not the anti-apartheid, but part of uh, anti-civil rights uh, legislation in Texas and so on, when he flipped that switch, he knew that he had lost. He had lost uh, basically white Southerners forever. Yeah. Yep. It was and, and it was a slow burn from that point on. I and mean, if you go back and look at it, you know, you go back to the 60s, where was most of the Democratic Party? Most of the Democratic Party was in the South. And yep. then Tricky then Tricky Dickey came in in 68. We're still kind of going down this rabbit hole, folks. Uh, <laughs> then Tricky Dickey came in in 68 and basically said, I'm going to let you do all the things that you wanted to do. I am not against this. And so when uh, uh, Cheeto Jesus came in and night, and in 2016, he said the same thing. And that just, I heard someone say the other night that there's a, been a recessive gene in the white community. Yep, and, I heard and, that. Yep. and 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 uh, that recessive gene has been brought to the forefront because of Orange Julius Caesar, yep. okay? And so right. all these folks that have been this has always been in their heart. They've always had hate in their heart, and now they're able to speak it, say it, do it. That's and right. Right now, that they're not going to go back from it. Yep. You know, it's out there. Know, it's it, out it, there to stay now. And yeah. whatever Cheeto Jesus says, if it's not what they want, they're
1: going to go against him. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, look at these people, man. They, it's like you're, 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 you're cowering to this guy. And it's like, I heard, uh, I forgot who it was, man. Representative Kinziger uh, made a comment the other day. It's like, you know, this guy walk around, like he a tough guy. He's this or that. And he's like, he's the guy that, you know, man, he would send a few of your friends to beat you up, even though the beef was with you and him, (laughs) you know, right? right. send a few of his friends to beat you up. And he's like he ain't never had a fight in his life he and he's, he's he's walking around like he's some tough guy, he's like this guy ain't tough, and these people are counting kind of these guys, and it's amazing to watch them to watch them now, because you can tell they don't want to say a word, slip up, and say something because they know if they say something wrong, he's gonna be out there like, how dare they say something blah blah blah, you know Nikki Haley making a fool of herself now. <laughs> you know she made Yeah, making a fool of herself. I used to have a lot of respect for her, man, but she's making a fool of herself. You know, so it's it is what it is, man. But you, they are unleashed, and that genie is out of the bottle. We're not able to put it back in. Uh, But um, you know, it is what it is, man. That's that's where we are in in this age. And uh, you know, we started with Whoopi. We end up we end up with. uh, you know, the rage in America. And I think it's a, that's a good point to segue into our next topic since it is Black History Month. Um, and we're in this age of, I call it white fear. A lot of the people who call it white fear. So I'm going to throw a question your way, man, and I, I want you to elaborate on it. A lot of folks, a lot of white parents are wanting books banned, they don't want certain things taught in school, they're going to make their kids feel bad, and all this bullshit. So my question to you is, since you are a history teacher, how difficult would it be for you to teach history in this age to where people really don't want the truth to be told? How would, how would you be able to teach American history in this day and age when people don't want true history to be taught? You... you, you. <laughs> You couldn't teach it. You couldn't teach.
0: You could not teach it. Wow. Period. Because uh-huh. if you look at our history of our country, yes. and even the world history, you're gonna find that our history is based on a lot of hate, a lot of um how can how can I say it? A lot of conflict you know we've got a democracy we've got a republic and in today's world you wouldn't be able to teach history because there's not America is a huge salad there are parts from every place in the world there are aspects of every ideas ideals religions from all over the world. So these parents, these people that are saying that you cannot teach this, we don't want that because it's going to make my kids feel bad. Okay? Because you're talking about something that they'll feel bad about. You won't be able to teach any history.
1: Wow, that's because
0: Because, let's say Let's say that you come in from um, you're 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 new you're an immigrant to the United States from China. Okay, do we get to talk about the Chinese Exclusion Act? Mm. Do we get to say that the United States government said that we're not allowing any Chinese to come to this America simply because of their race? No, well, have to be out. They have to be out. Do you, do, yeah. do you talk about the internment of Japanese Americans? We're not even going to talk about slavery.
1: Right. Yeah, we, okay. mean, yeah. there are a lot of other things yeah, we yeah, can talk Yeah, there's a lot of about.
0: other things you can talk about. <laughs> right. well, let's look at, wait a minute, let's look at the Irish. Yep. When the Irish fled Europe because of the potato family and they came to the United States, do we not tell white people that you don't talk about the Irish because they were hated? because the majority of them were catholic and the united states is a protestant country do we tell the white people that we can't talk about white people today because white people were persecuted when they came here because they were catholic do we do we say that you know the idea of the paddy wagon is a racist term yep. Yep. do we we tell them that will they be yep. upset about that yep. okay do, do we tell do we tell german americans about the Holocaust? Are they gonna get upset about that?
1: Well, that's, we, yeah, they're, they're do, upset. Do we about tell South? Do we tell Holocaust.
0: South Africans about apartheid? Right. Right. Do do we do we tell do we tell the Egyptians about Moses? Right. <laughs> do we tell the Palestinians about the Jewish state of Israel being developed? Right. I mean, do we do we talk to do we talk to the uh do we talk to um the Burmese kid that's in our our school district about the British that came in and took over.
1: Mm-hmm. And the force force. Yeah, it, the force march. Yeah, march.
0: Do we talk about, do we tell the Philippines about Filipinos about the Bataan Death March? Come yeah. on. These yeah. people are just dumbasses. They are ignorant. There, There would never be any teaching of history. And maybe that's what they want. I think that's it. OK, that's because it, that, they want to create history in their light. They right, want to create exactly. a history that they want because right. it makes them feel good. Well, hell, right. if if that's the case, you know, there is there not going to be anybody that can talk about anything because everybody right. is going to be upset. Come right. on, please. Right. My my poor child, no need to be. He can make him feel bad because when you talk about uh black lives matter, you you know, we have a poster in the room that says black lives matter. It's going to make him feel bad because he feels that all white people had done this. No. Come on, please.
1: Yeah. Ah. And the thing is it's 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 these dumbass adults, man, that are that are that are doing this. I think the kids, I think the, the kids, kids for the most part are open to this. The kid yeah. the kids kids are inquisitive by nature. And and a lot of kids they read, they watch T V, they they see I don't see know things. about the reading part. <laughs> well, well, you know, there, there are a lot of kids who read do like phone. to read. Yeah, they do like to read. They might get a lot of information from the internet now yeah, whatever, but yeah. You know, it's like this country is not perfect. That that's what people got. To, this country is not perfect. OK, you you cannot change the tra- trajectory of what has happened and what is to come. You can't do that. And 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 yeah, it disturbs me, man. When you when you talk, we didn't talk about it, but it disturbs me because I didn't make hey, black people own slaves, too. Does that Absolutely. make me feel bad? No, yeah. I was like. Man, I need to know that that's wow. That's because that is an historical fact. That is an historical fact. And so we have to we said it before on this broadcast. America needs to get real, man, and tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth about how this country came to be. And the fact that all these people, you said a salad, all these people in this salad, made up this country. Everybody did something great for this country. There's some people that did some bad things, some heinous things. But that's part of history. And that is needs to be told. So people can like that to me, that's that's what you take pride in, man. It's a part of taking pride in something when well, you the, know the whole story.
0: Here's the thing, the here's the sad part about all of it, man, is the fact that these legislators are trying to push laws that are that are doing this that you can't teach American history you know because it's gonna hurt someone's feeling it's gonna make someone feel bad and the the people that are doing this let's be honest white Republicans are doing this. Yep. Okay. If I hurt somebody's feeling fuck it. Yeah. Okay. But White Republican legislators are responsible for doing this. Yep. And it is not doing anything but causing more problems. It's bad enough that you don't have people going into education. All right. And now the state legislatures are starting to pass dumbass laws like this. I've been I've been looking at the Indiana state laws that they're trying to pass and they're following the same path that these mm-hmm. dumbass southern states are doing. You know, I'm sitting in the state of Florida right now and their dumbass governor Ron DeSantis is the biggest idiot there is and he thinks he's going to be president someday. <laughs> and in Indiana, the Indiana state legislature is following the same thing. Hey, Indiana, the wow. Confederacy is over. They're yep. trying their best to become a Confederate state of the United States. They're trying their best because they're trying to pass the same thing. I'm looking at their legislative updates every day. And I, I talk to Lynn and I just shake my head. Like mm. I can't believe that these dumbasses are trying to do this. Yeah. Indiana is not is not a leader in anything. The Indiana State Legislature, if you anybody that's in the Indiana State Legislature listens to this podcast, you don't do anything. You don't take the initiative of doing anything. All you do is follow. You follow what other dumbass state legislators and legislation that's being passed simply because they're from a Republican state or a red state and Indiana's a red state. Once again, I'll say it one more time. They practice nothing but political incest in the state of Indiana, okay? All they're doing is screwing one another, and yeah. it's coming down to it's hurting our kid. It's hurting the it's hurting the state
1: yeah.
0: of education in the nation.
1: Yeah. But I you know, my my, my I I want to ask some of these guys, these like you say these white republican legislators, what are you afraid of? I mean, what are you afraid of when it comes to Amer what are you afraid of? I mean, you you've been to school like we have a lot of you are 60 60 70 some years old. You've been around the block a time or two. Yeah. You've been in school. So what do you you, you you've been taught a lot of this stuff already. You know American history. Right. what are you so afraid of america ain't perfect man yep yep it ain't perfect so now now you want to like well you know i don't i don't want my i don't don't want my white kid knowing knowing that you know our ancestors did this to the native americans and all these other it's history it's history you You learn from your mistakes right you learn from your mistakes yeah and, and
0: we have i have a i'm on two school boards i mean I'm on the Perry Township school Board and I'm also on the central nine vocational technical uh educations board as well well one of them one of the administrators was elected to the Indiana state legislature in the last election okay 2020. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, Michelle Davis, if you're out there, if you listen to our podcast, this is for you. I wrote her a letter about the Indiana State Legislature wanting to ban books. All right. And I basically said, you're becoming (laughs) you shouldn't do it. OK, because you're you're sliding down a slippery slope, because if you ban books on this, you're going to ban it on that before you know it. You're not going to have any books in any schools or any type of free First Amendment precedents. And so I typed it up. I sent her an email. And of course, what came back was the old general, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I signed it with my name in my, you know, Indianapolis. Right. Now, when I go to our next um, board meeting down there, I'm going to see if she actually read my email. And I'm going to let her know that, you know, did you get an email from a Steve Johnson? (laughs) Well, guess what? That was me. I'm going to say she read it. I'm going to see if she responds to it because the idiots that we have in the state of Indiana, our, our representatives, especially I, I, I'm i going to pick on the senators, they don't do shit. Mm-hmm. They haven't had a damn uh, town hall meeting. They don't meet with their constituents whatsoever. They don't do any of that. They just go and hide. I mean, I can see that being on the school board. You know, there's certain things that you don't want to deal with, but me, I ain't afraid of no damn body. And uh-huh. I can't I can't wait and someone brings something up in the school board meeting. I am a I'm a voice my opinion. <laughs> you know, what, what can they they right. can't impeach me off the school board.
1: Right, right.
0: You know? So it, yeah, this is it, this is a bunch of nonsense. It's it is. it's it's it is. it's the G O P let's flip it. The P.O.G. as I've said before, they become the party of grievances. They yeah. only bitch about stuff. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. They. Okay. You know, right. Yeah. So it, it's it's. <laughs> yeah. I, it it would be tough, man. You 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 eloqu you eloquently express that opinion quite well. That uh, American history as we know it, if these people have their way about it, there won't be any taught in uh, in schools. You won't be able to read any books. Uh, I mean, we're we're headed down that road, man. I, I we were talking today, man. The young lady, she was a tennis player. She was a Chinese tennis player who disappeared for the longest time. Didn't hear anything from her, and then she served and said, "Oh, I I missed. I made a mistake. I was not. I think she made a claim that she was sexually assaulted by a coach or something like that.
0: Right.
1: And she put that out there, and then she disappeared for a while." Well, she surfaced yesterday, and she said, "Oh, that was a miscommunication. I, I know. I, I, never said that. Blah blah blah." That is communism at its best. We're gonna tell really? you what to say <laughs> and when to say it. And these people here in America talking about, you know, we, we, we headed toward a, a socialist state. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. They don't these know. These people deal with this every day, being told what to say. When they can say you don't have a freaking clue as to what you're talking about, yeah, and these yeah. are the idiots that are leading our country, and in, into the toilet bowl.
0: Yeah, that's 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 the talking point. That's America's going to become socialist. Yeah. I saw somebody driving down the street in my neighborhood that says, uh, uh, "Socialism? No socialism. Vote Republican." <laughs> And, you know, first thing I want to say is his old ass is on Social Security. Right. So he's probably right. on Medicare. Right. If his frigging house starts to burn down, the fire right. department shows up. Right. That's socialism. That's if socialism. Ac- if he gets in an accident and a cop
1: shows up, <laughs> and someone robs him, that's socialism. Right. Okay. if And be you- the first one. Be the hey. first one. Help me. Help me. Yeah. But get too freaking stupid to understand all these are social programs run by the government to help your stupid ass.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And, 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 and going back to what those, some of those folks believe in when you start taking away the governments, when you start taking a people's freedom of speech, when you start taking away the right to assemble, you start taking away, you start banning books. When you start, when you start banning certain literature, and you start when you start passing laws to do certain things, well, guess what that's not socialism, but it sure is leaning toward fascism that's right you know and and right. and I think some of some of these people are smart enough to know the difference, but they are afraid of orange Julius Caesar, especially legislators, yep. The rest yeah. of the people that believe in all these conspiracy things and stuff—they're just dumbasses. Yeah, they're stupid people.
1: Yep. Their okay. Lip, their, their lips are glued to his ass, and 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 they don't want to pull those lips off, man. Afraid that he's going to say something about me, or he's going to come out and and vote against me, or get people to vote. I mean, man, grow the fuck up, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're flip-flopping one way, just like you said. You know, this week. Uh this is I am I am off the Trump train. Okay talking about Lindsey Graham. Okay. I'm done. Count me out. I am finished. I am finished. Then a couple of people he he gets on the plane to leave Washington DC and a couple of people harasses him and then he's goes and kisses the ring. Yep. Kevin Casper the ghost McCartney. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, dumbass. He wants to be the speaker of the
1: house. Yeah, he's and he can't
0: make he can't make up his mind if he wants to shit or get off the pot. Right. He's That's running it. from people. He's, right. a running from people. He's, he's
1: a punk. Running from people.
0: He's a punk. From people. He's afraid running to make a decision about anything, and he wants to be the speaker of the house. You have to have some guts to be the speaker of the house. Right. Right. He's a punk. Right. Kevin McCarthy, you're a punk.
1: Yep. Yep. It's, it's it's pathetic, man, what what we witness on a daily basis from these so-called leaders in our country it's a, it's it's appalling what we witness day after day after day after day. It's like when are you people gonna grow some grow a spine and and stand up for what you know unequivocally in your heart is right? We right. also took an oath to support and defend the Constitution and and a lot of these people probably have never read the constitution so they don't know what the hell's in it they're just there to fill a seat and do nothing oh. but as you say find somebody to rail against yeah
0: they're, and they're, right they're, now they're there to make money that's
1: all make money and and find somebody oh, who, who, who are we gonna be mad at today who who are we gonna call out today that's doing something that that's taking away our freedom and all. Man, it, it's God. You, some days you just like turn the news off because nothing good is being said. That's uplifting anybody. It's not advancing anybody. It's the same crap every day, day after day after day. So yep, yep, anyway, yep. let's move in with uh, okay. we're, we're the seven thirty. We got a couple more topics. Let's move into a couple. Wrap the broadcast up with a couple of criminal justice topics. And uh, the first man I'm going I'm, to I'll, I'll kick it off uh, has to do with a young man um, who was killed uh, a couple of days ago in Minneapolis, uh, Minneapolis PD execute our SWAT. I think it was a SWAT executing a no knock warrant on his apartment. Uh, he was not the individual they were looking for. Uh, he was asleep on the couch. Uh, They roll up into the apartment. They did announce themselves that they were uh, PD, uh, but he did have a gun. He was a licensed gun carrying person. He had a permit for the gun. And rather than say, hey, who's on the premises? Who are you? They shot this guy and killed him. 22 years old. Uh, Reminiscent of. Uh, the folks in Louisville executing a no-knock warrant on Brianna Taylor's apartment, and she ends up dead. So um, I, my wife and I are talking about this today, man. I have a lot of nieces and nephews who own guns. They have, they've got their permits. They have guns. They're grown men and women. They have a right to own the gun. The Second Amendment allows them that right to have a gun. What I hope they understand is the Second Amendment means something different for people with brown and black skin, and we've seen it time and time again that you may be in the right, you have a right to carry that gun, but somehow you end up dead. And here is it another case: young man's life taken away. You're looking; he's not even the guy on the warrant. You're looking for his cousin. And uh, they finally caught him. But it's like this young man is dead because you didn't ask who's in the apartment, who are you, identify yourself, whatnot. I'm sure you know the name of who you're looking for, but that never came into play. All you saw was black man gun shooting. That's that's how I feel about it. And uh, it's it's another name that we're going to add to the list of young black men and women that have been gunned down by law enforcement when they haven't been given the same leeway as white men or women who've been in in similar positions. Your thoughts?
0: Well, as I said before, we need to start having police officers take out insurance for neglect. Yep. The, The insurance policy needs to be for about $20 million. And the deductible needs to be about eighty dollars to $100,000. $1, okay? Because evidently, they didn't read the warrant. They were in the wrong place. Right. And because this, this kid, this Amir Locke, was laying down on a couch, had a gun, which he was legally to have, and they shot and killed him. Right. Now, you know what's going to happen. They're going to say that their lives were Pssh. were threatened. The old the old excuse. Yeah, the old excuse. You know, we, 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 we thought that he was the perpetrator. He was the perp, and we had to take action. So that was what we had to do. And once again, the uh, happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And once again, you know. People that don't think Black lives matter, you know, yeah. you know, it, it 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 does, and this is gonna be played out again. I mean, how many times do we have to see it? How many times do we have to hear it? It's the same old, same old, you know. Yeah. A, a, a life lost, and this individual was in his proper right to do right. right. What he did, and that right. is just like Beyonce Taylor's boyfriend. Someone shooting, he gonna shoot back,
1: okay. Oh, and yes. this kid, did,
0: this kid didn't even have that opportunity.
1: No, I mean, you're asleep, number one. You're asleep in and your the, house. In your the apartment. The
0: other thing is that if you notice from the from the footage of the uh, camera that the police have had, they had a key. Right. Yeah, they had a key. Right? So they had to go to the management right. and say, can you give me the key to this apartment? We're looking for Jelly Bean. Right.
1: You now, had to know who you're looking for.
0: This is Peanut Butter's apartment. Right. right. But this the, is right. the warrant says this is for Jelly Bean. Right. But this is Peanut Butter's apartment. You should right. have told them that this is Peanut Butter's apartment instead of it wasn't Jelly Bean. Right. Right. Jelly Bean comes by sometime, but this is Peanut Butter's apartment. Right, right. Come on now.
1: Yep. But I'm thinking, you know, again, I'm thinking like, okay, you got a key. You roll up into this this person's living in uh, domicile, the where they live. This is where they live at oh, dark thirty, whatever it was in the morning. People are asleep. You're 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 not coherent, man. With some, right. you hear noise in your your house, whatnot. You're like, oh man. You wake up. You're groggy. You're disoriented a bit. And I suspect that the same thing happened with him. Who are these people up in my place? Now they said he pointed the gun at him. I didn't see that in the footage, but my thing is you're in there. You got, there's, there's what, I don't know how many guys rolled up in that, that apartment, all these guys against this one guy, somebody should have said, Hey, who are you? Can you give us your name? They didn't even give him that courtesy. Yeah. You know, you roll up in somewhere. Hey, Who's on the premises? Who are you? Once they identify somebody's in there, what's your name? Can you tell us your name? Okay, cool. You're not the person we're looking for. We made a mistake. And and this guy would still be alive, but no. It's a black man with a gun. He isn't threatening you, but we got to take him out cuz he might be a threat down the line. You know, yeah. that's how I look at it. And yeah, so yeah. the 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 the, you know, you I mean, have they're gonna a,
0: show. They're gonna show him. I saw footage, and it and it does show the gun. It does. Yes, you see the gun. It shows the gun. But and that, you know, uh, but the to them, said he you know, pointed
1: it at them, which yes, is a yes. lie. You know. You I mean, see if, it, the if
0: there's eighty people in the room, no matter where where he picks the gun up or not, he's gonna be pointing it at somebody.
1: Right. Right. So well, I'm thinking, like, if there's five or six of y'all in this room, one guy, somebody, whoever's in charge. Hey, we got somebody here. What's your name? This ain't the guys. This is not the person we're looking for. And you leave this young man alive. 22 years old, life ended. Because this black man, there's a gun. We got to take him out, man. And that's, that's, uh, you know, yes, you have the right to bear arms. But as a black man or woman in this country, you ain't getting the same rights as people who don't look like you. Those rights are not guaranteed. Those rights are not guaranteed. And so I, I feel for this uh, this young man's family, his mom. Um, we'll see what plays out. But you know the the playbook. They're going to try to destroy this young man's character. They're going to, well, you know, he was this. You know what? They do that all the time. You kill this young man, and you need to pay for that. You need to pay for that. I was, uh, during, when I was home, man, they were, uh, They still have not arrested anyone, I don't think, um, convicted anybody uh, in the Breonna Taylor case. Mm -hmm. Still have not convicted anybody. And it's like, don't these, I mean, it truly feels, man, that black people's lives in this country, truly, nobody gives a rat's ass about them. That's what it truly feels like. So here we we'll see what happens as the as the days go forward. But uh, you feel for Mirlock's family. Uh, Twenty two years old man, just just killed for no reason. Yep. Killed for no reason. Yep. 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 All right, I'll mm-hmm. let you have the last topic, my friend. Uh, an interesting topic in the age in which we find ourselves. So I'll let uh, you talk about Pamela Moses.
0: Pamela Moses is a a lady that was sentenced to five years in prison for registering registering to vote in the 2020 election. Now, according to Orange Julius Caesar, voter fraud was everywhere in the country. And Pamela Moses had just gotten out of prison. She was told by her parole officer that she should be able to vote. She was sent sent paperwork that said, you can vote because she was a convicted felon, she took her parole officer's word, she took the paperwork that she uh, had received from the election board that she, no, from the prison system that she should be able to register to vote, and she went and registered to vote. All right? So what ha- what happened was that the parole office and the prison system said, Oh, oh, we screwed up. We we shouldn't have sent you that letter. Well, in the meantime, between the time that they've realized that they made a mistake, she goes and registers to vote. And it came up bing, you're not registered, you're not eligible to vote because you're just getting out of prison. Okay? So Therefore, she was arrested. That's her case. Now, in Pennsylvania and Ohio, there were guys that kind of did the same thing. All right, there's a guy in Pennsylvania by the name of Edmund. Snodgrass. He registered to vote and his father was given a um, mail-in ballot. His father died. He took the mail-in ballot. He was a Republican, by the way. He takes the mail-in ballot and signs it for his dad. Okay? So, guess what he just did? Committed fraud. Yep. Uh, another guy by the name of uh, Jeremy Elkins did the same thing. He registered. He they both, Basically, he voted twice. He voted for himself and he voted for Orange Julius Caesar or Cheeto Jesus, however you want to call him. Okay. He committed fraud. And then. Ohio. There is a guy by the name of uh, Bartman, Bruce Bartman, who mom died. He took her ballot, voted for himself, and then voted for his mom. And then there is a Ralph Thurman, who in Ohio that voted for himself and voted for his son. All right, they actually voted. Now. Here's the kicker. 3 of the 4 men in Ohio and Pennsylvania were given probation. One of them was sentenced to 3 days in jail for voter fraud. All right? Let me think about this. This lady was sent was sentenced to 5 years in prison for registering to vote, just registering to vote. These four people literally voted illegally in the 2020 election, three were given probation, one was sent to jail locally for three days. There's something wrong with this picture Yipper. something wrong with this picture. So it gives you some idea about Cheeto Jesus, Julius, Orange Julius Caesar, the previous occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania and all this voter fraud crap that they're pulling out there. And lo and behold, who do they catch? Mostly Republicans. Yeah. But yet the Democrats are criminals because they voted illegally, which is no, there's no truth to that. Okay. And so when justice rolls down, it's just us who gets the pain and the anguish of prison time. Just saying that's the deal. What what would you think if it was
1: you? Oh, it's again, man, it's uh, it's it's par for the course. I mean, it's it's they never bring to light what they're doing. It's the other people who are the 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 people who are committing all these heinous acts against our country. You know, it's never them. You know, so uh, and no one's going to intervene on uh, Miss Moses' behalf, too, because it's it's a bullshit sentence, man. You know, nobody. They're,
0: they're trying. They're trying to get well, the, the judge I, to do that.
1: But and I hope know. I hope I hope he's got some sense to say, look, this lady, it, it was an inadvertent mistake. Okay, inadvertent mistake and and let her be free, not having to spend. I think they're talking about she might get six years in prison. Yeah. No. And these two clowns getting you one of them getting probation is like you're you're committing you, you leave, you literally did. You purposely committed fraud. You committed voter fraud, but you're getting probation. You know, so it's it's par for the course in this country, man. It is par for the course. And it's just another one of those things that make you want to beat your head against a wall and be angry about because it's these people who are committing all these heinous acts and destroying our country and all. No, it's you. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> you know, during the, you know,
0: some folks want to bring up the black lives matter pro- protests yep. and yep. all the, you know, the, the violence that took place in, in the streets doing black lives matter. Yep. well, there weren't any black people on January 6th to try to overthrow the government. Nope. They're protesting for a reason because of the, uh, emir locks, the George Floyd's. Okay. The Tamir Rices. Right. That is what they're protesting about. Not because of some phony election fraud that these guys actually were part of.
1: Right. Come on, man. That is why Colin Kaepernick took a knee pure and simple. And uh, orange Julius Caesar twisted that around to get these people riled up. You know, this guy's not American. He don't care nothing about the flag. He's disrespect. I mean, all the bullshit lies he told to get these people riled up. That's what he was protesting. The fact that you're seeing black people getting brutalized and killed by the police, that's what he was protesting just to bring light to that. But no, you got to take it and twist it into something else so it makes you feel better than this person. You know, this is this is your country and we're true Americans. You're not. I mean, I'm so sick of these people, man. I, I don't know about you, man, but I I I, I tell uh, my wife all the time. I've I have n- ever seen, never seen so many damn American flags flying on people's houses
0: mm-hmm. in
1: my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, she's like, why do you think? I said, it's a freaking message. We're more oh, yeah. American than you are. Yep. You don't have. This is our country. You don't have any say so here. Now, now that the cat is out of the bag, and and they can say what the hell they want, do it. We're gonna, we're we're the true Americans here. You don't have a place here. Anybody that don't look like uh, them, you, you're out. But we're the true Americans here. That's why they're flying their damn American flag.
0: Yo. Hey, 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 Wayne. To me, when I see the American flag, I just see it as a white sheet.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It doesn't. I see it as meet- a white sheet. Right, yeah, you used to didn't see American flags in people's yards on their houses, Fourth of July, people the would July, fly their American flag. Memorial Day, fly, Memorial Day, Labor and, Day. And maybe on Labor Day. And and occasionally you see some folks who are if they're veterans, my neighbor at my old house, he had a flag in his yard, Veterans Day, he'd fly his flag. He'd right. go out, he'd raise his flag. Because he was a vet. He was a uh he was a Vietnam vet. But now, man, there's damn American flags everywhere. And I'm like, okay. These are the true Americans, I guess. And it's not it's it's everywhere. I see it. I was home in Kentucky, same damn thing. American Flags Kentucky is a
0: red state, brother. Well true. They voted for they voted for Moscow Mitch time and time and time and time time again.
1: Time and time again. So (laughs) it's just like I'm it's like, what the hell, man? But the message is we're more American than you, right. and uh, our goal is we want we we want to make America great again. But it we want them to be great with all these people who are supposedly taking everything from them. We don't want your asses here. So that's how we're gonna make America great again. So I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll leave it at that.
0: Yep. This has been a this has been a good one. It's been a goodie. We kind of got off pace a little bit there, but it's typical for talking about subjects that we talk about.
1: Hey, some of them get you get you riled up, man, and <laughs> uh, you know these days it don't take it don't take a lot to get you riled up, man, because yeah. there's so much foolishness and bullshit going on in this country. It's just like when is it gonna stop? Yeah, and
0: and and it <laughs> seems like that. Because the nature of the country and the nature of things that's going on that we have to we talk about this every time. There's Mm -hmm. always something there's always something racial that's in what we talk about, because that's where the country is. Yep. You Um, know, it's not that we want to push the issue. We we're talking about issues that are in the forefront of the country. Right, and we're just we're just having a conversation about it with you, the the listening audience, uh, to what's going on. You may or may not agree with what we're saying, but we're gonna say it the
1: way we see it. That's right. We ain't going nowhere. We gonna be here saying it. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, this has been good. Uh, yes. It's been a good, good little segment. Uh, it's yes. Ran a little bit longer than what we normally do, but you little know, bit. sometimes when the uh, when the mood hits and the emotions get fired up, we just kind of go with the flow. So that that's where will. we are. That's you know, right. know, we're just we're just two small town uh, people from Elizabethtown, Kentucky, good old E town, and uh, <laughs> we're just gonna bring out and discuss things that's what's on our minds. Right on, right on. <laughs> I, I did happen to watch the uh, the Black Klansman again today, so <laughs> right on, brother.
1: <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> yes, sir. So,
0: if you guys have something out there, you want to hit us up uh, on our Facebook page, or just send us a message, you can. Uh, you know, if you have topics that you want to discuss, we can do that as well. And uh you know we just say what we say, and we're just gonna move move forward, keep moving forward that's any it. last minute thoughts, brother
1: nah man, you summed it up quite well. this was uh, very spirited and uh very insightful, and uh always glad to be a part of it
0: always always and as as we move forward, you know this is uh an election year, you know' it's, uh people get out there, bring somebody with you. Get somebody registered to vote and don't be afraid to stand in line and, and voice your opinion, because it's going to take all of us to get past all this uh, shenanigans, that shenanigans and boom thuggery, uh, legislative thuggery that's going on. Yep. You know, uh, you know, their philosophy is if we can't beat them, cheat them. And I've said that many times and I really believe that. So with that being said, I'm Steve. And I'm Wayne. And like three strikes, we're we're out. out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.